Hello, and welcome to the Seni Power of One podcast. I'm Ethan Funky, here with Nicholas Newman, Isaac Richards, and for the first time, Sean Bean. Hello. So, and the chapters that we read this time were chapters 7 through 10, and I, one of my first, my first question I'd like to bring up is, Big Hetty says um, in the book, Pride is holding your head up when everyone around you has theirs bowed, and courage is what makes you do it. Do you agree with this definition, and why or why not? And if you disagree, what would you propose is a better definition of pride and of courage? Hmm. Um, pride, I think that's a pretty accurate definition, like, but in, like, you have to give a little bit of context that pride is, like, no matter what, it's like somebody's insulting you, you're willing to defend your honor and yourself, and you're, like, not just going to say, okay, sorry, I suck, like, you're fighting for yourself, if that makes sense. Like, you're 100% supporting you. Is that kind of ambiguous? Do I need to define that a little bit more? Yeah, I agree with Sean. I think, like, society tries to suppress your ideas to, like, keep it simple. But the whole your whole life is not supposed to be simple. So it takes pride and courage to act on something you don't think you should act on. But it would actually end in a good goal for mm-hmm. you. Promoting kind of individuality. Yes. You would yeah. say. That's kind of like what our one of our entire purposes on our life is to define ourselves as an individual I see. rather than I see. Mm-hmm. you can't just be yeah. like um, a bystander. Yeah, you gotta stand up. I think this is an accurate definition definition of pride, especially because it could go either way. Like pride, like taking pride. Um, Hmm, like it could have a both a positive or a negative connotation yes it could have positive because there are some people who are super stubborn and super prideful and i feel like they're like this all the time like pride in moderation Mm -hmm. i feel like that's a really good definition isaac because like like you said it does go both ways so like you could use that definition if you're talking about somebody who's overzealous and kind of like full of themselves or -hmm. somebody who's like extremely like like has dignity if that makes sense and, like, dignity and pride are not, like, one and the same. They kind of go hand in hand. And I think, I did not write this down, but I think this would be another good question to build off of this. How do you think PK does or doesn't exemplify these characteristics? I think in his early life, he's really devoid of pride because he hasn't really been given an opportunity to, like... Well, I mean, he hasn't met Big Hetty yet, so he doesn't really know, mm-hmm. hey, maybe I should stick up for myself and not let myself be treated like crap. And he's, like... Like that's been pressed in his mind, and he's he's at such an early age, and he's technically still in his developmental years, yeah. with like these dramatic uh, things that are happening to him, mm-hmm. are just suppressing his idea of an individuality, and he wants to like not make himself appear smart, mm-hmm. which is in the book, and like he wants camouflage. To, his camouflage. Is he, what he usually calls it. Yes, that's what mm-hmm. he calls it in the book. I think, or you guys have anything else to say? Yeah, you can keep okay. going. So I think one moment that uh, really does exemplify his pride, and this is like one of my favorite moments he's done, is when his mom is like talking about how he sent uh, his nanny off to Zululand, which I mean, that pretty much translates to we're never going to see her again unless some bizarre incident occurs. And like he like gets really mad at her and says, Lord is a bleep, 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 bleep. He kind of stands up for himself and like he's not going to say like, Okay, fine, I submit to your religion and your beliefs. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like saying, you did a terrible thing to me and now I'm angry at you for it. Starting to go against authority. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And kind of like holding up his pride like, I loved my nanny and you ripped her away from me. So I'm not just going to sit in a corner and cry about it. And another person that is also building on this was um, Hoppy. And he's like, 
uh, PK specifically says that he had given me the power of one, one idea, one heart, one mind, one plan, and one determination. I mean, this is like the whole theme of the entire book mm -hmm. is that he's trying, he's developing his own individual out, his own individuality, and starting to stand up for himself, which is what he's been taught not to do his entire life. Mm -hmm. I see. And Definitely. all these people are starting to come in and help him yeah. do this. And I, I'd like to propose my next question. Do you think, because John brought up how he was talking about the, yeah. said to his mom about the Lord. About this. Do you think faith is used in a positive, negative, or neutral context? Uh, very negative for me because of the two characters who are very faith-driven. I think the one conductor, what's his name? Pick, um, pick, Pita? Pika? Pick Botha. Yeah, Pick Botha. Um, him and his mother are like... I won't say painted as antagonists, but not painted in a very positive light. I think I have, I was a bridge builder for this week. I think I have a part about this. Um, da, 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 da. Yeah, but what he's hitting at is that they're very extremist and they're, yeah. I mean, the Bible is supposed to be interpreted literally, metaphorically, and spiritually, and they're taking it completely literally. Yeah, I have a really good quote. Uh, as I said, I was a bridge builder. Here's uh, one of the quotes from an article I read about like people who are struggling with faith at a young age. Uh, one of the complaints that they had was that Christians demonize everything outside of the church. And I really think this applies to PK because um, obviously his nanny was like of the African culture and like lived in, I'm not sure what their religion's about, but it's probably like ancestors and stuff and, you know, worshiping the land. And pagan, essentially. Like yeah, exactly. what they would pagan. call it pagan. Thank you. That was the perfect word. Um, and like she's really like kind of offed for that in the book uh, so I think that might be like one of the reasons that he's like struggling with his faith and why faith is painted as a negative thing in this book so far I see mm -hmm. Isaac yeah I, I just think that the author um, never had very good experiences with faith and that is why <laughs> characters driven by faith especially mm -hmm. Christianity like are kind of Fanaticism. Yeah, are painted uh, relatively poorly compared to other characters, such as Hoppy. Mm -hmm. Or or Big Hetty, because she was kind yeah. of making fun of Pickbotha yeah. for his faith. Like, you know, when, when they were trying to get her out of the train. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, this, do you like Doc? Doc? Do you Ooh. guys like Doc? Do you I, think this is it's weird for him, for PK to be his friend, or do you think it's like for the time and place, it's kind of understandable? And today, maybe today we're all all just like well, too worried about things. I mean, today. I, I really like Doc personally. Just um, you really do or really do? I really do like Doc because mm -hmm. he's like um, a really good friend to PK and a really good mentor. He's almost mm -hmm. like the father that PK never had, mm -hmm. and he's only been raised by um, his grandfather and just other women, so he's never had that experience of that, and him teaching him music and cactuses and taking him out into the wild, just doing some guy stuff, I think that's really good for PK. And I yeah. agree that, um, like, he's also, uh, Doc is supporting him taking off his camouflage and he says, I'll have to find the quote in a few seconds, but he also says that Jean PK, always in life, an idea starts small. It is only a scaling idea, but the vines will come and they will try to choke your ideas so it cannot die, or can it cannot grow and it will die. Mm -hmm. And I mean, I think this is a really important quote because, I mean, 
it's true and it's like people are going to shut you down but you have to keep going up with your same idea with the individuality again mm -hmm. yeah um can you read your question one more time Ethan? what are i said do you like doc do you think that it's weird for pk to have him as a friend or do you think that's not so unusual for the time now, and place? when you ask is it weird do you mean like the fact that he's a german and that pk is english or that well, he's like, an adult and that he's a little he, boy he's an adult and that he's a little boy like oh. because people today um, would be worried about something kind yeah, of yeah i think that like it's a totally different mind like mindset like back in that era like, yeah, yeah. So different time and, and like place, when I read like this I book, I, d I try not to like think, oh man, that's so weird because of the 2019 culture I'm in. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah, I try to read it with like the mindset of I'm living in the 1900s during World War II. Mm -hmm, because we live in a very sensitive time right now. Yes, and We're, like it probably wouldn't be as like weird for that time period. Yeah. Doc, and Doc really helps him on page 162 when he says. I quickly earned a reputation, rather unjustly, for being clever. Doc, for being clever, Doc had persuaded me to drop my camouflage and not play dumb. To be smart is not a sin, but to be smart and not use it—that PK is a sin. That kind of reminds me of—I'm just saying—Spider-Man Two, with Doc Ock, and he's like, Peter, being intelligent is not—I mean, it's not. A, just a gift. It's a privilege. Oh, did you really say that? Some, something along that, that line. What a relation. Um, anyway, what uh, would you have done if you were PK when the jail guards beat up the black man? Because some, something I also noticed was they said, why'd you, why the um, Lieutenant Smith, I believe, was said, oh, you didn't really need to do that because I was the one who ate the biscuits, but they acted all nonchalant about it, even though he literally just beat the, and beat this old mm -hmm. black man. Now, I was just asking if, like, what I as myself would do, or I as PK would do. Either one. If that makes sense. As PK, I mean, PK is like a little kid, and like, while he's like sort of coming into his own and developing his pride, I don't think I'd take a gamble that significant, like, against a bunch of prison guards. Mm -hmm. So I don't think because I'd be, of like... your status. Exactly. And I'm also, like, well, what am I going to do? I'm a six-year-old kid. I'm not going to go, True. like, beat them up and rescue the black guy. Mm -hmm. Me as my... Excuse me. <laughs> me as myself, um, again, also they're prison guards, and I'm, like, a 15-year-old high school student. <laughs> so... And PK is yeah. also trying to gain something. He's also trying to gain boxing lessons, and if he's, like, trying to... He wants Go to stay exactly. on their good side. Yeah. He's got I mean, too much. It's like, it's an economical choice. He has too much to lose and not enough to gain. And I mean, he's not, he couldn't be able to do anything. Yeah. I mean, even if he, he would have probably got hit in the jaw, he's already injured. Mm -hmm. So, I mm -hmm. mean, it would, it'd be, I think, too much of a gamble. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. Isaac? I think if I were PK, um, I'd probably mm, maybe be confused about this because... Um, where he grew up, he was treated very poorly, and was it, correct me if I'm wrong, but was it by the native Africans that he was treated poorly? No. The, no? No. The Dutch. It was the Dutch? Yes. Okay. So, okay, so he was treated poorly by the Dutch, so, but he's, still, my point being, um, he's used to being treated like that, so he might think that other people are used to be being treated like that, or that it's a normal thing. That certain people mm -hmm. treat other people poorly. And so, that you just kind of have to accept that. Yeah. That's a very I, interesting I see point. what you're saying. 
That's really something I hadn't thought of. Yeah, that I honestly didn't think good. of that. So it's kind of like you believe what you were brought into, kind of. Yes. And since he was brought into, some people are better than other people. Mm-hmm. He kind of just, that's just, just how like, it is. It's like the nature of the world yeah. for this to happen like yeah. this. And it's like, who am I to interfere? Mm-hmm. On top of mm-hmm. like not wanting to lose all his boxing lessons yeah. and all that. Because yeah. I, I could say like me personally, I think I would at least try to say something if that if I were in that situation. But now thinking if I were PK, I would probably yeah. have done something as PK did yeah. because of the fact that I was I'm I personally have been brought up differently than like PK yeah. has. Mm-hmm. And I hope that, I would hope that we all like try and do something. But in the actual situation, yeah. you have to like get in the mindset of the re- like realistically. Yeah. yeah. Because mm-hmm. you can be all talk, but but when it comes down to the moment, it's really not, it's really a lot more than yeah. likely not mm-hmm. going to do it. Okay. So so like to be completely honest, I probably wouldn't do anything. I don't. I mean, especially, I mean, even if I was an adult, I would still have yeah. a lot of trouble trying because to interfere. Because like, I'm gonna guess these guys are huge guys too, because yeah. they're like prison prison guards mm-hmm. and like a lieutenant and a sergeant. And so like, it was a pretty mm-hmm. bad idea to take a gamble with them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um. What did you think of the riot at the end? And something that I liked, it seemed how he, basically the power of music with Doc, how Mm -hmm. it seemed that when he played the piano, everything was not completely peaceful, but I like how that demonstrated the power of music. Do you think, what did you think and how do you think, powerful do you think music is? Um... I mean, if you look at every revolution or, like, major event, or, well, not every major event, but, like, any significant time of change, usually, like, okay, take, like, slavery, for example. Slaves working on the plantations would have songs to, like, keep them going through the day. Mm-hmm. And when, like, I think this is like, in Haiti or something, it was, like, hundreds of years ago, when they revolted against, like, their slave masters, they were singing those songs while they were, like, burning up their houses and slaughtering I them. I mean, yeah, it's a big power of mm-hmm. music, and that's, like... It's the theme of a lot of movies. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. the power of yeah. music and how it can start a revolution or yeah. just keep because I don't know, you just get this sense of a rhythm and you get the message across mm-hmm. that you want that this is what you want and this is you, what you should do. Cuz I guess I cuz I guess I one of the reasons why I noticed it is because I'm I play an instrument. Isaac, what did you think cuz you're in a couple, one or two of the choirs. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm in concert choir. Um, I think music does play a really big role in a lot of things today, especially like movies. Um, you, if you watch um, like Lord of the Rings, you'll notice the action scenes when the music like is. Like how important the music yeah, is. Yeah, how too. important the music is. Because if you watch, go through and watch the action scenes again without yeah. any music, it's... Yeah. It completely it's changes the tone. Yeah, it's not as impactful, and it changes the tone to be a lot more dark than it And seems. so do you think it's realistic that Doc's piano playing would stop a riot like this? Um, I'm not so sure on that. Just because mm-hmm. of mob mentality, it's possible. Yeah. But I'm... I mean, this is supposed to be I an extraordinary know. moment, so... I mean, extraordinary things do happen, but... Nine times out of ten, no, I don't think it would stop a riot. Yeah. So, but I mean, it's definitely within the realm of possibility. Mm-hmm. So, so let's let's see Isaac's artwork that he has. For uh, this. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, I drew. Just, done, wait, I think we are supposed. To, so. Okay. So it looks like he's drawn. This is the garden where uh, Doc and P came at. Mm-hmm. 
Okay, there's a cactus there. There's a tree. And, and there's, the, like there's some there, the aloe. Mm -hmm. Oh, I oh I see. Those are the aloe. Yeah. Um, the aloe plants that. I like the style of tree, of, like because you remembered how they're in Africa and they mm -hmm. probably have kind of a baobab. Exactly. Kind of mm -hmm. Um, yeah. And kind of like the simplicity and beauty of nature. Yeah, especially down in Africa where like yeah. everything is wild in nature. Mm -hmm. Newman thoughts? Um, yeah, it's it's pretty <laughs> it's pretty interesting because this is about another turning point in yeah. the book because gives him an appreciation of nature and he get this is where he meets doc, doc yeah. which is yeah probably going to be a really prominent person one of the most important the mentors yeah mm -hmm. i mean i haven't read the rest of the book but <laughs> i'm gonna guess he probably is impactful like the obi-wan kenobi yeah to his luke skywalker um uh, just quick question you out of questions the movie so references I yeah I, I am done with my questions, but okay, I'd like to open like up to one of the four. Propose? Who do you think has been PK's most significant like mentor up until this point? Up until this point, um, that's a tough one. I think I it's a know. toss up between Hoppy and Doc. I would I would tend to agree with that. Hoppy is giving him this whole idea that he's a boxer and he can stand up for himself because he's big enough, which is like what he hasn't been doing if his you, entire life. I think, but Doc is also giving him like this chance that he's like he's smart mm -hmm. and he doesn't need to have a camera. So it's kind of like he can, physical and mental sides and like yes. one of them represents each and they just kind of bring them together inside of Hoppy. That's why it's it's hard to choose which one's impactful until I read like the rest mm -hmm. of the book. Yeah I was gonna say I think Hoppy has impacted him more so at this point but I would strongly project or I would predict that Doc is going to have much more of an effect as we go on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think that Hoppy will probably still have more of an effect on PK just because he was the first person that PK met, or his first mentor, um, versus Doc, who kind of came just second. Because I feel like... Mm, how do I word this? Kind of like... First, first come, first served, almost. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, here, here. Like, um, in Star Wars, uh, it's kind of like who infected, who affected Luke more, Obi Wan or Yoda? Oh, that. Yeah. yeah Yoda point. gave him more training and more useful skills, but yeah. Obi Wan was the first. Was the first. And yeah. he never would forget Obi Wan. And yeah, he would and never. You can't take like, the journey without the first step. Yeah. Yeah. Which kind of is. Um. Okay. So I just kind of want to talk about it a little bit about my thing. I was a bridge builder. Um. So what? I was bridge builder, and bridge I chose uh, mainly to focus on like his struggle with his mother's faith. Uh, and I have a couple things here about that. Um, so this is like taken from an article about teens uh, who are like having trouble believing in God. And I think this can apply to PK because while he's not a teenager, mm -hmm. he, from the way he writes and he's speaks almost in the book, much as much, well. The, I think the way it's talking is like an adult reflecting on. Exactly. Well, but but I also. But think I mean, like, if these are genuinely the thoughts he's having, then he's very mature for his age. Yes, he's a, he's like beyond his years and like his wisdom and ability. Um, one of the things, like the main struggles that they had, was that faith is not relevant to my career or interests, or that God seems to be missing from my experience in the church. I think the first one, faith cannot, faith is not relevant to my career or interests, um, can really apply to PK because up until this point, he really hasn't like had any. How do I say this? any need for God. I um, see. Yeah. I, I would even argue that, I mean, his perception of faith right now, which may or may not be right, is kind of 
ruining him a little Warped. bit. But yeah, because mm -hmm. I had uh, addiction detective, and I found out on page one ninety or one twenty nine, excuse or twenty six, excuse me. The hollow feeling inside me had begun to grow, and I heard the loneliness birds cackling away, their oiling wings flapping gleefully as they sat on their stone, yeah. dark stone nets. Like he's starting to become more lonely than he was back in, like. Yeah, uh, and even talking about that, I, I don't know if that's like an African belief or something about loneliness birds that actually lay eggs inside of you, but it sounds like I he's talking. I think it's just very good imagery. Oh, really? I think it's just very good. I was going to say it might be like some sort of African belief or something, but, but you like, could be right, Ethan. I mean, he's becoming more lonely than he was at the boarding school, and I mean, uh -huh. he's back home. Because and he's surrounded by people who actually don't hate his guts. And he, but like he's, start, he's starting to feel isolated from his mother. And that's yeah, like which is really and it's really one of the biggest tragedies in this book that I've read so far. Isaac? Yeah. His perception of his mom's uh, faith is just, uh, it's taken away the person I love the most so far. Or second it's most. It's just extreme. Yeah. His, his really, his relationship with his mother is really tragic and all. Because mm -hmm. first off, he doesn't have a strong relationship with her, even without her faith. Because he spent most of the time with his nanny. And, who, like mostly cared for him, and to a much lesser extent, Mavru. Exactly, and um, so first off, she doesn't have a strong foundation with him as a human being, much less yeah. through faith, and much less as his mother. Yeah, and then when she like follows Christianity, um, I won't say she's a bad Christian, but it's just, cares, it's she so seems extreme. to care more about more about her faith than she she's does caught up about in the details. It's if just, that makes sense. It's really extreme. I mean. Yeah. On page 141, she says, I prayed and the Lord told me, and this is about getting rid of the nanny, and he guided me in my decision. And she, called, and she says, your nanny was possessed by the devil, which is just extremely... Once like, Christians start extreme. talking about the devil, you know they're kind of like... It's just extreme. Because well, like, as you were saying about everything outside the church is yeah, demonized. demonized. Especially back then when, like... I mean, today we're free to like live Christianity in a free and. This was well, before whatever. Vatican II, right? Oh, they're um, not Catholic. I thought they said later it's Catholic. No, um, they were Protestant. Uh, what's her What's her name? Um, the they're English. So. Yeah, the librarian made a kind of offhand comment to him and said, "I hope this book will suit your Catholic tastes because she knows that he's not like his mother or the other Protestants that are." There. Oh, I thought that meant that no, they it, were Catholic. It, no, it, it it was to show that he didn't really like the faith that they were in. Okay, okay, I see. Mm -hmm. yep. it, was there anything else of your diction detective? I mean, I've said most of mine. I mean, mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Sean, do you have any other um, let me look bridges? Go on to Isaac, let me look. Um, Isaac, is there anything you'd like to respond to how we reacted to your artwork? Is there anything else that we missed? Uh, no, I just chose that because that was the scene. It's like right after he met Doc, because I thought that scene was one of the most important in the And how story. it was very well described yes. in the right. book. Yes. I did find one thing, and then I think we should wrap up. Um, so about the more complaints about faith that young people have. One of them was, churches are afraid of the beliefs of others. And a second one was, I am forced to choose between my faith and my friends. Those both are like smack home like smack dab in like PK's soul, I think. Like what's going on? Yeah, because like conflict. first off, the church that his mother is following is afraid of other beliefs because they freaking banished the nanny and they converted Dumb and D 
to Christianity. It's, I think well, that's what they did. Converted. I well, note. Please note that I'm doing quotate air quotations with my fingers. Yeah. Converted. Mm-hmm. Well, like, well, not converted exactly, but like stripped them of their pagan practices. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and the second one, forced to choose between my faith and my friends. He didn't even get to choose. His friends were yeah. just really. Thanos snapped out of his life. <laughs> yeah. So I think PK is in a dark place, but there are with regards to his mother and such. But there are many good things going for him in the in terms of other role models. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so let's see what happens. Yep. Ne- till next right. time. Thank you for listening to the Sunny Power of One podcast, and we'll we'll see you next time. Bye.